Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host of Crossroads Farm. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Homegrown Remix Podcast of Crossroads Farm. Here we are down at the shed. My name is Brayden, tonight's host, and we have three excellent students who are going to introduce themselves. James Johnson. Abby Affolter and Chloe Daly. All right. So, so each one of you tell me your favorite part about tonight. This is totally separate, but there were a lot of people today. Like, I feel like our numbers were way up tonight. So that was super fun. The song, a good song choice tonight. Which song did you like the most tonight? Praise the Hallelujah. Yeah, that one's a good one. I really liked what we talked about, how learning to be a, an example for others. Yeah, that's a great segue. Um, and each of you guys have been huge examples in the way that you guys serve. Um, tonight, you were in the tech booth, Chloe, and then Abby was on stage singing and leading us in worship. And James also went up on stage and told us about Winter Retreat. So James, you want to give us a little pitch on Winter Retreat and tell everyone listening? It's a great place to make new friends and learn about God. Do you know what the date is this year? 23rd. 23rd of February, that's right. And what's the theme? Cowboys. Cowboys. So am I going to see you in a cowboy uniform outfit? Yes? Yes. North and South? (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. There better be like a snake in your boot as well, or I'll be very disappointed. Um... Abby and Chloe, any other fun memories of Winter Retreat? You both have been, yes? Yes and no, okay. <laughs> My favorite part is always worship, because there's, with the three branches now, it's just like a huge yeah. worship party all every day. It's great. It's amazing. Chloe, what are you looking forward to? Like, seeing a lot of people that are all are revolving around Christ or learning to revolve around Christ. That's awesome, yeah. I often hear from students that you guys meet new friends over these weekends, and then they're just lifelong friends. You're like, wow, we just did this thing together, or we sang worship together, and now I trust you, and I can uh, rely on you as a sister or brother in Christ. So that's really, really cool. So speaking of examples and being brothers and sisters in Christ, what was our book of the bible tonight and what was the talk about our book was timothy the main point was how to be an example while on the way so what does timothy teach us about all of that he teaches us to lead by starting with prayer and to pray for the people around you and he also tells us to be lovable and to sincere why do you guys think prayer is where he starts? Like, that even gets me sometimes. Like, a lot of times when I think about doing and being, it's like an active verb. And then prayer is like, oh, that thing that we do kind of quietly before I go to bed. Why does Timothy say, start with prayer first? I think um, the main goal of being an example is being like Christ. And the only way you can become like a person is by spending time with them like it happens in real life too the more you spend time with like a friend or a family member you become more and more like them and so prayer is when you get to spend time with just god and so the more you spend time with him the more likely it'll just be a habit that you are like him around others 
I agree with that. One of my first instances or experiences as a Christian was just being taught how to pray as a child. And that's a great building block to teach others and how to start off of. So if we can press in there a little bit, I think there's maybe a lot of your classmates or peers who might be listening to this or anyone of all ages. Um, I remember really struggling on how to pray at your age and definitely in middle school and high school. So what are some tips that you guys have learned in developing your prayer life? Don't think of it as like every night before you go to bed, you have to say this and this and this in like a certain order. It's just a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry about what you're saying. I've been really working on this past year of having it being throughout my whole day. Like I used to think it was when you got up, when you ate food and when you went Mm -hmm. to bed, but it's really like Chloe said, it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to start and stop. It can just be throughout your whole day. Um, I'm, I don't remember where it's from, but a verse in the Bible says pray continuously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, that's been my challenge this year is working prayer into my literally everyday life. What does that look like? You're in the middle of math class. How do you pray? Um, so like at school, often it's like, God help me say the right thing or not say the right thing. Like keep my mouth closed if I'm frustrated or annoyed with someone or just like, give me peace if I'm taking a test that I'm worried about. Or it can just be thank you for, thank you that I had food this morning for breakfast, like, and that I'm full and satisfied and ready for the day. Like it's, it can be anything. One thing I've been challenging myself is trying to change the different formats of prayer, finding one optimal for me and one that I find most respectful to him. What does that look like for you? Well, I normally start off by giving praise to him and thanking him to where he's gotten me so far and then asking me what he wants me to do, like your will be done type deal. And then I tell him my problems or what I want and ask if it's in his power or if it's to be done, then let me do it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think prayer is a great way and it it kind of was evident in some of the answers that you guys gave. It's tuning your will to God's will, right? It's getting on the same page, um, definitely diving into that relationship. I've heard it said before, like, if God only knew what you told him, like, what do you think he would know, right? Like, you really have to treat it like a relationship. Like, God would know that I eat a lot of food and I really want him to bless it to my body. Um, and that he, you know, I'm just thankful for some of the things that he has provided to me each day. But there's so much more that you could be telling God and communing with him each uh, moment of your life, right? Pray without ceasing. So that's awesome. What else does Timothy teach us about being an example or um, anything else? To teach the truth. And so like understand what you're talking about. So don't go around and tell people like stuff you think you know about the Bible that may not be true. Make sure you know it's true. Because if you tell them and say it's not true, then they're going to go and tell someone else. And it's just going to be like a domino effect of like not real stuff, if that makes sense. (laughs) I think my favorite point of the night was before you share, make sure you care about the person. Mm -hmm. Like, you can share, obviously, with anybody, but if it's going to be impactful, make sure before you share that you're coming from a place of love and that you want what's best for them. Like, if I'm sharing the gospel with someone, it's because I want them to know Mm -hmm. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, if I mix those two points together, it's speaking the truth in love, right? One without the other is insufficient. Mm -hmm. 
And I also think a good point is we talked about being disciplined. Like it's not going to be easy every day. It's sometimes really hard to pray because it's really easy to forget throughout your day. There's so many other things you could be thinking about or you could be easily rude to someone or easily tell someone what you think. But choosing every choice you make every day to be like lined up with what Jesus would say or what God would have you do is a real discipline and it's probably the most challenging part of this. On the tail end of their points about how you should treat people, you know, there's a certain way you should refer to them in their mind, I almost feel like. Like, you're all sisters and brothers and you treat them that way. They're all family to you under God. Yeah, I mean, there was that one verse that was read about, you know, treating your older older men as your fathers and your older women as your mothers and sisters and brothers to those around you. I think something that stood out tonight was just how many times over and over that Timothy is both encouraging us to um, be an example um, and showing us that no matter how young we are, how youthful we are, we can be an example to everyone. Um, but then he tells us about that, uh, what the standard is. And the standard seems pretty high, right? It's um, conduct and speech and purity. Why do you think it seems like it's such a high bar in order to be either an overseer or um, a disciplined person or an example to others? It's good to remember that the bar God holds for us is so much lower than his bar. Like he knows we can't reach his level of holiness, but he still holds one close to him. So it's like, you're never gonna be perfect right here on earth, but to strive for God's holiness, if that makes sense. Like you're, it's okay that you're never gonna get there because God is perfect and holy, but striving to be as much like him as you can is important because if you're disciplined in one aspect and not in the other, it's giving a false representation of God's standards. Simply put, how can a blind man lead another blind man? If you don't know no better, you're just as bad as him. And if you know no better and continue that way, then you're just a wolf. You know, you're leading people away from salvation, not leading them toward it. Yeah, that's good. So, how many of you guys have siblings? I do. Yay. I'm an only child. Whoa, crazy. Okay, well, you guys all have different friends, right? Um, And so... Um, the point of bringing up siblings is some of you guys have older siblings, some of you have younger siblings. I, for one, definitely have looked up to my older siblings throughout my life, and I have a younger sister who I think looks up to me as well. And so um, we all have people who are watching us, right? And sometimes they are looking up to us, and sometimes they look down to us, but um, in any case, people are watching your moves, and even more so as Christians, right? So I think that's part of the reason why we're we're called to such a high standard is because we represent Christ. Mm-hmm. And so now the for the younger siblings or your friend groups or the circles that you run into, they're watching to see, okay, how does Chloe and Abby and James, how do they interact? How do they lead their life? And we want people to say we're different and you know, we, they admire us and so therefore we can point them back to Christ in that way, right? Mm-hmm. So, what are some of your final takeaways from Timothy? Um, What are some application points that you can take into this next week? I think my focus is going to be 
like discipline was kind of the umbrella and then each thing falls under discipline. So I want to really focus this week on making each choice very intentional, like not just like looking at each choice I go to make and be like, okay, how am I representing Jesus in this moment? Or how can I be a better example if the choice I would have made was bad or was not representing Christ well? Like just take a step back and look at each choice intentionally. I feel like my main point is going to be able to pray more. Like, I mean, I'm not the type of person to go to bed every night and think I have to pray, but I feel like I don't do it enough, mainly because I forget. Like, I feel like, like, I really do want to say grace before I eat every time, but then I'll eat my food and instantly after be like, oh my goodness, I forgot. And then I do that every single time. But like, I hope I can like, not just to say grace when I eat, but just, just have that conversation with God throughout my day and my week in life and everything. Mm-hmm. To be in a better example and help lead people in their faith, you know, kind of like how he said to. Yeah, so I guess I'll leave you guys with two encouragements. First is that Timothy, like Timothy, to have courage, that you are, you know, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called, right? And so you have everything you need, both in the Bible, in the Holy Spirit who lives in you, to live a holy life, to be an example, um, and to represent Christ well. So definitely walk in that confidence and courage that um, you are well equipped to deal with whatever situation you may face. Um, But not to forget also that Timothy had a mentor. So definitely surround yourself with good people who you look up to and um, the more time you spend with them the more you become like them and hopefully the people who are watching you and looking up to you will also keep going along on their road to sanctification as well and then the other thing is um, i would encourage you guys to just remember that sometimes we look on our down on ourselves because of our inadequacies right i'm kind of pressing into that a little bit more we might think we're too young or not educated. We haven't been a Christian very long. Um, we don't think people respect us enough to listen to us. Um, but Timothy really wants to encourage us to be bold in our faith. Um, and a lot of times, those things that we're praying for, those changes we want to see in the world, you're the answer to them, right? You're the answer to your own prayers sometimes. So just walking in that faith that um, you're just going to take the next right step for God's glory and He's going to handle the rest. So. Anything else to add for this episode? All right. Well, then you've been listening to another episode of the Homegrown Remix podcast of Crossroads Farm, and we are signing off at the shed. See you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org. And contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm and Crossroads Farm RCI. Also on Insta and Twitter.